God is good all the time. All the time, God is good. We are also good. Good morning. My name is Chan Choi. My pronoun is he, him, his, serving Urban Village Church, Edgewater and South Slope, Edgewater Pastor. Welcome all of you with love and grace of God. Here is my Sunday routine. I wake up at 5 a.m. I know it's quite early. After taking a shower and dressing up, I practice my sermon by reading the script three, four times, and I fill my tumbler with nicely brewed coffee and leave the house around 8.30. When I arrived in our worshiping place, there's always people who come early and prepare everything to make church happen. And you may recall their names and faces, why don't we give them big hands and let's give a big shout out to them through our comments. Around 10.30, the seats are filled with the people who have been in UBC hundreds of times or first time. And the worship team is ready to open the worship after praying together. I'm not the only one who truly missed this normal Sunday morning that I didn't know how precious it was before. Where are the places and occasions that you have experienced these drastic changes and unwilling adjustments? It would happen at your work and school. It could be found at the relationship with your family and friend. Even it would be happening in your inside, physically, mentally, and spiritually. Since these changes have happened without giving us enough time and space to be prepared, and there was no other option to us, it would make us somewhat fearful and anxious. So while you are reading today's passage, especially from verse 17, you would find yourself who is facing the same devastations. In verse 17, the prophet saw that dreadful things shall happen. There's no blossom from the fig tree. There's no fruit on the vines. The fields, the sheep pans, and the cattle barns are empty. It looked like God abandoned God's people since there is no essential items for human survival. Then how about the current situation of COVID-19? School has been closed. Lakefront Trail parks are closed. The grocery store shelves are empty and people are laid off. And over 3.2 million people filed for their first week of unemployment last week, and that is the highest number in history. And deep-rooted racism has been re-exposed that create physical, emotional, and economic harm to Asian America. It looks like we are living in the day what the prophet saw and recorded in Verse 17. So you may want to cry out to God as a prophet did in the beginning of this book. Oh Lord, how long shall I cry for help and you will not listen? And you may expect the same cry after verse 17. However, it's totally opposite. If we are able, let's read verse 18 together. Yet, I will rejoice in the Lord. I will exert in the God of my salvation. What makes this attitude and prayer change? Because God's presence among them was revealed. It was revealed through the thing 
God has done for them. It was the same God who called and guided Moses to lead the people of Israel from the Egypt and rescue them by splitting the water. It was the same God who led and protect, protected God's people in a pillar of cloud by day and a pillar of fire by night. And it was the same God who provided water to drink and food to eat the desert. And it was the same God who made a covenant with Abraham to be God of his descendants. The prophet was still standing in the midst of ruins. There was no significant change at all. Nevertheless, the prophet was able to praise God because of God's sovereign grace that has been revealed through the history. So let me invite you to join this prayer and praise by shouting out, Yet I will rejoice in the Lord. Because the same God is with us. Because the same God sent God's only Son to save us. Because the promise of salvation is already fulfilled through Jesus Christ. Amen. And there is one more place where God's presence is revealed. As a prophet was able to see God's presence from the things what God has done. We can see God's presence from our own community where God's deepest nature, love, love can be learned and practiced. This love that we can find and experience from our community is a key to live in this difficult time of COVID-19 because this love allows us to deepen our relationship with God and grow in spirit as we who really are. And when you are alone and isolated, it'll be hard to be your authentic self because it will bring us to the old habit and old self while we are facing the hardship that looks hard to overcome. However, in the community, we can overcome it together by encouraging each other to grow in faith without giving up while holding each one's hand. I know why you are going to say, Chan, social distancing. You know what? We can practice social distancing with the spiritual connecting that we are holding each other in our prayer. I appreciate our prayer team leaders who are keeping share, keep sharing the prayer requests and leading us to be connected in this love as a community. So please do not hesitate to share your own hardship that you are facing and your burden that you are carrying on. This community will be your company while you are walking through this season of hardship. And our circle of care is, is also another place where we practice and share the love of God as a community. There is no specific task or mission to achieve. Rather, its purposes are to keep each other in our prayers and make room for offering support and asking for help. So if you are interested in joining this circle of care, please reach out to Pastor Emily or our staff. This love also allows us to move forward with a new hope and vision boldly. What would be your human instinct to respond where we are facing a crisis or stepping into the unknown territory? It would be natural to move back or do some action to protect oneself. 
And that will be the reason why the grocery shelves are empty. That will be the reason why some people look for a scapegoat to blame for this hardship to protect oneself. Based on this logic, that would happen. What would happen if there's no blossom from the fig tree and no fruit on the vines and the fields and sheep pens and the cattle and barns are empty? They would hold their own possession tight for not losing it and keep blaming or suspecting somebody who steal their produce. And there would be no praise to God, no praise to God, and there would be no place to realize God's presence among them because all the suspicion and anxiety are centered in their heart. As a community, we can do act differently and boldly because of love that we have experienced and received from God. Because as a prophet said, God is our strength. As you heard, we are launching a special COVID-19 support fund to support those who have affected by losing their jobs and income. It will be a totally optimal way to do if we are following the way of human instinct. However, we are not living by the human instinct, but God's instinct, which is unlimited and unconditional love. We are able to do this boldly because we have built this community in love that never fails. Because we have practiced this love and faith, which is the assurance of things hoped for and conviction of things not seen. The prophet lives by faith, so he was able to see the new hope and vision beyond devastation. He keeps on trusting God in the midst of hardship, so he leads. So are we. As I close today's message, I'd like to invite you to join this practice with me. Let us think about all the hardships that we are facing in this season. It could be your own financial struggles or mental, physical health. Anything that makes you standing alone in the midst of ruin. Then, let us add this phrase. Yet, I will rejoice in the Lord. And if you are comfortable, please share it on the comments. It might be our prayer that we are offering to God for asking help. And it might be another way of being a community in love that gives us a new hope. And vision. Amen. Let us pray. Gracious and loving God, we are so thankful for calling us as a community who can walk through the time of anxiety and fear together. We are isolated and practicing social distance from everyone, yet we will rejoice in the Lord because it reminds us that we are connected to each other as one body. We worship at home through the screen, yet we will rejoice in the Lord because we learn that church can happen everywhere. During this time of hardship, help us to be a true community that loves each other and guide us to be true disciples of Jesus Christ 
who leads as your tongue by loving God and loving our neighbors. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Now we are moving into time of offering. 